Melina, Mike, we are in dead dog in it punch. This is two shows in one day. I can't believe I got you on. I can barely get you on two shows in, in a month, let alone <laughs> two shows in the same day. We're pulling double duty over here. Give me a break, man. I just moved into a house. I mean, I've been busy. I've been unpacking, but that's true. You know, sure. still got to make time for this. So uh, this is going to be a, a really fun episode, a couple surprises. But I, I'm going to turn on the chat now. Hopefully we can uh, – earlier today when we went on with Emily Frazier, I found out later that I was really loud. I was screaming in the mic. So let us know audio, video, what you guys are seeing, the quality. We want to make sure that uh, everybody's catching a, a good vibe here. So Yeah, we are, we are pulling in the double shift. And the reason why we – or I, I pushed Joey, rather, to go and do another show – was because we were getting a, we were giving a lot of love to Matchroom and everything they got going on, and rightfully so, right? They got a bunch of events going on, but there's there's a uh, there's a pretty big event coming up uh, this week out in Wisconsin, the uh, the Predator event. So um, we thought it was uh, uh oh, Joey's your mic isn't okay. on. You're getting camera audio. Okay, okay, so stand we, need by. To, we need to address it. Um, but yeah, so we wanted to go and, and talk a little bit about the uh, uh, the Predator event and everything that's going on out there. And I said, man, I know just the guys that we need to go and get on, guys who are right now, who are relevant, who are, uh, uh, you know, that are not just playing well, but all all about the event. And yeah, uh, yeah, boy, before we start, um, yeah, the news this evening about Larry Neville, it's, it, it's just, yeah. it's... It, it's it's terrible. And I was sharing uh, a story with Joey about just seeing uh, Larry and his wife out at Derby City um, uh, just a couple of weeks ago. And he kind of had a, a, a bit of a, of a glow about him as far as, uh, you know, being being there at the Derby and, you know, being in the mix of it. Um, for full disclosure, I, I, I don't know Larry personally, but it was but I, obviously I know who he is. I know he's a legend. Um, and but you can kind of see, you know, besides the excitement about him being there, you can kind of see he was he was a bit tired, you know. So yeah. ho hopefully Larry's in a better place and, and not hurting anymore. And our thoughts and our prayers are are with him and his family and his fans all across the world. So uh, this one's for you, buddy. Yeah, I you know, I've been in a few tournaments with Larry, haven't really spoken much with him. But I thought as soon as I saw your note on Windows Open today, Mike, I thought about that, like how ironic that the big Wisconsin tournament's happening tomorrow. And, uh, you know, Larry's from that area, and you know he would have wanted to play in it. Uh, he was even playing pool after he lost the leg, which is crazy. And um, playing great too, by the way. Yeah, and, you know, diabetes, uh, which he had, is, is just something that so many people are suffering with. I just I interviewed – I interviewed Kevin West on Pool Player Podcast. He's had it since he was a child. And it was so interesting in that interview because you hear about what he goes through compared to a normal pool player without diabetes, right? He's got to think about when he eats and spacing that out between his matches. It was a fascinating interview, I thought, because it, it brought in a whole different perspective. So, but yeah, our, uh, our thoughts and prayers are definitely with uh, Larry's family. It's just tragic. Um, tragic such a great pool player and one of the best strokes you'll ever see i mean he did some crazy things with a pool cue but um yeah and i've i've actually heard that comment a number of different times from uh amazing players in their own right i i, I know i was talking or i remember seeing 
I think it was right whenever the news that came out about Larry and and um, you know him having you know I think it was like six months the doctors gave him, but it was Niels and we all know what a champion that Niels is you know from uh, from from Europe and um, all of his accolades, but he was the one that that whenever he said that line, he's got one of the best strokes I've ever seen. It just stuck with me. Yeah, definitely. Well, let's lighten it up a little bit and let's talk yeah. about what's going to happen over the next several days in Wisconsin. Uh, we have the U.S. Pro Billiards Series from CSI, and we are very fortunate to have uh, our friend, uh, Mark White, joining us. So let's bring him in. We we got a little bit of a history with, 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 with him, don't we? <laughs> sure do. We miss you, buddy. How's it going, Mark? Yeah, I miss you guys too, and it's good to see, though, that you're still dogging it as usual. <laughs> oh, I guess we owed, we were owed that one. Uh, so, Mark, you're the you're the lead commentator out there, I guess, for this event, huh? And this is probably your third or fourth one that you've done now with CSI. You know, you you I remember when we were planning all this and talking about it. It was like, hey, I want to live my dream. I want to commentate pool matches. I want to do this. Has it has it been everything you thought it would be coming over to the states and commentating these matches? It's been everything and more, Joey. And before I get started, I just want to thank you guys as well for, you know, if it wasn't for you two, I probably wouldn't be where I am now, sat here in this incredible ballroom at the Ho-Chunk Gaming Casino. It's just, you know, I'm surrounded by pool tables, by great pool players. Everywhere I look, I'm looking, there's Eklund Catchy there, Feather Gorst. There's Jesus Asensio. There's uh, one of your own, Jeremy Sose. There's all the, the Polish guys, you know, Aloysius Yappi's back in town again. The Yappi's back. So, you know, I'm, ju I'm just in my element. And, you know, if I could live every single day for the rest of my life, sat here in a commentary booth, looking out. I mean, do you want me to just show you the arena very, very quickly? Can sure, you? Yeah. Just, turn my, yeah. just turn my camera around. That's... Let's just show you the, there's the beautiful arena. There you go. TV arena. And then if we look around here, there's the outer five tables. And there you might just see Eklund Catchy there look at the table, just getting down to play a shot. Uh, there's Bader, Al-Wahadi. All the, all the guys are here, you know. It, it's um, a full field, 64 players. And it's, it's got a different feel to about it now, Joey and Mike, this, this tournament. You know, last year it wasn't really taken too seriously, maybe. It was like 12,000 first prize and players didn't really like the format too much. This year, the prize money's more than doubled. It's 25,000 to the winner, 15 to the runner-up. That's, that's, that's unheard of, really, you know, in a, in a tournament that doubles the prize money in the first year. And now what we're seeing is players starting to take this seriously you know there's a lot more safeties being played certainly in arizona in the last one players really really want to win this now it's a it's a serious um you know it's a serious tour yeah. no it really is and and with 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 the money added like you're saying is one thing but to go and do it after after the years after the, the, the couple of years that we've had um as a as a sport you know to go and see companies like predator and csi doing what they're doing um, is very inspiring. And I, I wouldn't, it was very frustrating. You know, me and Joey talked about this at length, you know, plenty of times as far as um, the players not buying in and, and going and supporting by just showing up, you know, 
Um, but it's been fantastic to go and see that everything so far has been filled up and not just filled up, but filled up with great talent, Mark. Yeah, there's there really is a lot of quality here. You know, I've already mentioned some. There's um, Mieszko Fortunski here. There's Conrad Musician, Darren Appleton playing in his first one. You know, Mika Iman in his back again. Aloysius Yap. There's uh, Eklund Katsi, Feder Gorst. You know, there's some real, real big, big names here. All right, there's some that, you know, didn't really take to it, let's say, shall we? Not here, but it's full, as you say, of huge, huge talent. Some great talent from Kuwait as well. Omar Al Shaheen is here. Yasmin Ocean has turned up. I saw that. One. I saw her name really? on the list. And then I saw her on Nick's, on, on whenever Nick went live, and I couldn't believe it. Yeah, and it's just been announced tonight at the players' meeting. Uh, Kareem Bajal from uh, Predator, head of Predator, announced tonight that there is going to be a women's um, US Pro Billiard Series tour as well. So that's something new that's coming wow. as well to look forward to. You know, so that's going to run alongside. There's more big tournaments coming. There's a big one going to be going on in Canada. There's um, Puerto Rico, which didn't happen last year. That's going to happen this year. So it really is exciting times for, you know, Paul in general. I mean, it's, it's just incredible. And I just want to mention also, in addition to, we've got the, the arena table here. And by the way, it is the launch of the new Apex Predator nine-foot table, official launch. They go on sale today. So wow. it's a big, that's, big, that's big breaking yeah. news. Yeah, breaking news. So, so we've got five outer tables. We've got the arena table here of course and then over the back there we have the, uh, the the booth table where just anyone can come along and i say anyone can come along we've also got 18 seven foot tables down here because we also have the wins yeah we have the wisconsin open going at the state championships going on at the moment and upstairs in the next ballroom is another 40 tables so it's 50, 58 <laughs> sounds like 58, a dream seven, oh, it's, i'm just in my element i mean i you know i hope they lock me in here tonight i can just stay here and hit balls all night i used to prefer those seven foot tables because that was kind of like my speed and now i my eyes can't even see that far i need like a six foot table i don't know <laughs> but hey mark i want to take advantage of your uh expertise as a coach and a cueist You've witnessed about four. Well, I, you've commentated on four. You were at Vegas. I think that makes five of these events. That's the correct. format is very unique. It's very different. What can you tell us in terms of your observation of what makes the difference for these players that are successful versus the ones that are not as successful in a format like this? You know, if you look at the winners of all the tournaments, we've had... Feder Gorse, we just retained his title from Arizona. We've had Aloysia Schapp win in Michigan. We had Mario He win in Ohio. Uh, I think it was Wu, wasn't it, when we were there in, in, in Vegas, the Diamond yeah. event. In, yep. the, in yep. the Diamond event. But he, he won that. Um, you know, we, we use this saying now, the cream always rises to the top. And it's, you know, Fedor won the Arizona Open. He didn't lose a set. He didn't play one shootout in winning the Arizona Open this year. And as you guys have seen, you know, he's just on fire at the moment. Yeah. Um, you know, it's still it's still a great... I love it because still anyone can win it. They really can. 
You know, we've had Roberto Gomez. We had him uh, runner-up. Who did we have in the last one? Oh, I feel terrible. I forget who was, it, was runner-up. Oh, it was uh, Roland Garcia, I think, wasn't it? It's yeah. really wide open. You know, I, I think Reese went went deep in the last event that you guys had as well, um, playing Federer, if I'm not mistaken, in the final. I could be wrong there. But, um, yeah, it's really a unique event in that, like, it's pretty wide open, which makes kind of what Federer did just that much more special because – it really is a, a coin flip for a lot of these guys because of the short races, intense pressure from the beginning. For anybody who has not been to one of these events, I've been to Vegas, um, and I know Joey, I think, has been to Arizona. It is some of the most exciting pool you're ever going to go and see because it's back to back to back to back. And because of the talent field, everywhere you look in that room, there's going to be just juicy matchups players that could easily go and snap it off, go on and face each other round one, which we got in this case because we got a guy who snapped off an event over in Europe in Kachi, I think the only time he's ever played in one of these events. And, oh, by the way, he's playing the hottest guy in pool right now in Federer Gorst in round number one. Mark, what do you think about that matchup? Wait yeah. a minute. Do we have that here? Oh, yeah, right at the top there of the is. bracket. Check mm -hmm. it out. Yeah, I, I cannot wait for that. It's actually the first – match on the stream table tomorrow morning 10 a.m and just a little word on the timings guys uh, there was 90 minutes between matches but they've done a little bit you know they're doing lots of stats they're getting lots of stats from all the matches for example uh 33 between 33 and 40 percent of matches go to a shootout so it's not as many as you might think we're finding that the obviously the higher the fargo fargo rated players are they're the ones playing each other. They're the ones that are going to the shootout because they're, you know, they're closer. Um, talking about shootouts, of course, that last one at Arizona, the huge one between Nurkioi, everyone's in it. Nurkioi and Jesus Asensio, 14-13 uh, that went to. And I was sat commentating Fedor Gorst against Roberto Gomez, I think it was. And they actually wanted to stop the match on the arena table and watch the shootout too. And the whole the whole room, you know, there was the state championships going on as well. The whole room just came to a standstill and watched it. And then of course, Noikoi with his famous <laughs> celebration at the end of it. So yeah, so sorry, just just to go back. So we we got six live matches every day, ten o'clock, twelve o'clock, two o'clock, and then we break until five and then it's five, seven and nine. So six matches because That's there was beautiful. a yeah a the, the average um, time of a match last in Arizona was 82 minutes so it was only leaving us like eight minutes between matches to get the players on and get them a practice for us to go and you know have a cup of coffee or something right. um, sorry guys I just got to close something um, yeah so we're allowing two hours between matches this time so six live matches on the stream table every single day. The times don't change. And that's, uh, Mark, that's central time, correct? Yes. And it's also on uh, World Billiard TV, right? That's correct. how people can watch it. That's one of the ways. Yeah, it's all free. You don't have to pay for it. It's all free. Six matches every single day. And I'll tell you, with the field we've got here, there's a real special buzz about this one, uh, Joey. We, we all really feel that this is... This is really going to be a great tournament, you know, because the players are really, you know, there's lots of announcements been made tonight in the arena to the players about upcoming events. 
more events added as well, um, which you'll hear about in due course. I'm not in a position to tell you about them. But there's a lot, there's a huge buzz going around this place at the moment. And it's really great for Paul. You know, you've got Matram doing their thing. We're doing our thing. And for the Paul players, it's absolutely brilliant. You know, a lot of them have come here to play on the 13th. On the, this finishes on the 12th. They travel on the 13th and they're playing in the in the matching event on the 14th. Taking off and going across the globe. It's pretty Absolutely. it's a pretty special time for the players. And I remember I remember whenever you were coming over here, Mark, and you rolled the dice. And as someone who has done that, you know, in a sense of of not being sure of what tomorrow may bring, you know, whenever I first started doing all this pool stuff, um, it really what you did inspired a lot of people myself included it re it rejuvenated my passion for the game buddy and i remember telling you uh whenever i was leaving vegas because we didn't know what was going to happen i didn't know what when i would see you again i didn't know anything and i said just make the best of it and just be yourself and you've done both those things and i know i'm proud of you joey's proud of you there's certain there's certain voices right when i when i hear them do pool that i can think about certain things when i when I see a, a, a long world bank, right, uh, I, I, I hear Alex Laley, you know, going and saying uh, his famous line from the World Pool Masters. And every time I see a ball go and threaten the pocket, all I hear is, where's the cue ball? Look at where's the cue ball? ball. Where's the cue ball? That's all I ever hear in my head, man. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I wasn't actually supposed to be back in the U.S. until this event, the Wisconsin event. But Jeremy Jones got covid uh, just before Arizona, couldn't make it. I literally had two days' notice to book a flight, book a COVID test, and get over here. And I arrived on the on the the, the night before the tournament in Arizona was due to start. So you know that's my that's my level of commitment. You you know me, guys. You you know from when we used to do the the, the Boo Brothers. You know I would get up at four o'clock in the morning or whenever. Yep. And I would go out into the horse trailer in the snow. I'm back in the snow here in Wisconsin, <laughs> by the way. But I'm not in a horse box. I've got a really nice um, I've got a really nice hotel room. So thanks for that, Ozzy Reynolds. <laughs> you, you've upgraded a little bit from the horse box, buddy. I've just the hair. Up from the horse box, yeah. <laughs> hey, Mark. You're, you know, I know you love just being around all these players and having the opportunity to rub elbows with them, and you know, pick up a little bit of knowledge from them, and just befriend them. I'm curious after five events now, kind of being with CSI and meeting players, is there someone that stands out that you, you think, man, I'm really glad I met this person, or this was just a really interesting person to meet, or maybe somebody you wanted to meet for a long time and you got to meet them. Do you know, I've, we had this discussion the other day when we we're talking about new things that we're going to do and, you know, in player interviews and stuff like that and announcements and, and, all the different things that we're going to start doing now at these events, CSI events. Um, I'm really beginning to get to know the players. They're used to seeing me around now. You know, they, they beginning to trust me. They tell me stories. I'm looking at Mario. He now Mario. He is such a lovely guy. He's very quiet, very unassuming. He's a little nitty. He's, he's a little nitty. If you go gamble with Mario, you'll, you'll realize he's a little nitty. He likes, to be, 
He likes to rob you a little bit, Mark. Okay? <laughs> he won't rob me. I don't gamble. I've got no money, mate. I just do it for the love. You should know that by now. But I've, I've, I've become pretty close with you know Fedor and I, I. I like spending time with Fedor, and he's he's the guy that's really, really impressed me. I mean, I don't think there's another player on the planet that's playing. Well, he's on a different planet. I've said it for a while now. Fedor, course. I mean, to do what he done at Derby City Classic. To go and win the the one pocket in the banks, I mean, you know that. How good is that? He's a bit of an alien, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's, he's, I call him the Moscow machine now. I mean, he's just. You know, I, I get close. I get to watch these players up close, Joey, and it's watching Fedor is just so different. Everything is in line. His knuckles are in line. His arm is perfect. His stroke is perfect. He's He's just the full package. He's got everything that that a player could want and the temperament to go with it, you know. And he, I watched the interview that you did with him the other day, actually, and it was brilliant, by the way. I love that interview. I shared Thank it. Thank you. I put everyone onto it. And I thought to hear Fedor talking like that was great. To hear him being so honest, you know, about cheating the rack sometimes when somebody was cheating him. See, I yeah. did watch it. and. And and I put a lot of other people onto it because I loved his honesty in that. And I think that's he has got everything, that guy, you know, he's just he's just lovely. You know, I think he came into this year after the matchroom rankings were announced with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. And he was down in the bottom twenties, I wanna say, in the rankings. And I think if you took a poll right now of top players in the world, he's definitely in everybody's top ten. And he top probably five. took Five, yeah, probably, man. yeah. Be top five. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking, you know, when you bring in the the Asians and the Co's and people like that, people there's people who might say no, he's number eight. But I agree with you, Mike. He's top five. Okay, uh, he he's even in the argument for the, the top player. Uh, so I think when that came out, there was probably a piece of him that says, "I'm going into 2022 and I'm showing these people what's up." He's got a different way about him, where he can still be true to who he is but be explosive on the table and his work ethic his execution his like like mark said his temperament um and he's just he's genuine like that's one thing about Federer. mark knows if you talk to him and joey and i had the pleasure of speaking with him what you see is what you get with with with, with Federer. he wants to win but he wants to win the right way you know and he expects to go and win and on that note mark i want to kind of put you on the spot here and i know you got to be a little bit unbiased because of your of your position here. No, but I'll just say what I think. <laughs> who's winning Wisconsin? Do you know? I I think it's Fedor. I honestly do. I mean, do three. He's he's going to win three events. You're saying? I think so. I think so. I just think. Do you know? He's he's just got that aura around him now. He's got that. I think his biggest test is going to come tomorrow. 10 o'clock in the morning, it can't catch you. How brutal is that, man? I mean, the first you, you go and match up with Kachi the very first round. That's so sick. Yeah, and you know how that's happened because the the rankings start afresh from 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 this year, from 2022. And although Eklund won, he won the Austrian the Austrian yeah, Open, I believe it was, yeah. it was, and he also won the, the Temple, of course, in Vegas, cool. didn't he? When yeah, we he were did. There. World Championship. World Championship, yeah. Um, but, you know, it is a seeded event and 
if you haven't played in that many of the events and you haven't done that well, then you're not going to have the, you know, the seed into this year. So that's how they've come to draw each other in the first round. But I'm, you know, I, I think the rest of the field are rubbing their hands, thinking, well, one of these is going to the one loss side, you know. <laughs> I guarantee you they're real happy. There's a lot of guys out there who are real happy they're playing each other round number one. Send, well, maybe I'm send one of them over there. Maybe yeah. I'm making too much of this chip on the shoulder thing, but if you look at the Moscone last year, you know, Fedor being left off, you know, Kachi struggled a bit in the in the event, you know, so it'll be interesting. I, I kind of like Fedor in that match, but we'll kind of see. Let's throw up a couple other matches and see what we got yeah. here. So uh, this is kind of the second set of matches coming in at starting at noon and 2 p.m. Uh, Jasmine's playing, I see. Uh, let's see. What else do we like here? Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. I'll tell you another good one. Conrad Musician against and Darren Appleton. Fat birthday boy, Darren, 46 today. Happy birthday, Darren, by the way. And can I just say quickly, happy birthday. I got all the players to do a nice little video. There's this great player, Joey, great junior. You might know her, Savannah Easton, her name is. I met her and played with her in a, in a benefit tournament uh, to raise money for her at the weekend in Vegas at um, Banging Balls. And uh, we raised $780 for her to go around and, and keep, you know, playing in these junior events. She's a great girl. She's got a great attitude. She's being trained by Tyler Styler, Margaret Fefilova. They've, they've had some time with her online. And also uh, Hunter Lombardo has been teaching her a few things as well. They're, they don't come a lot straighter shooters than Hunter Lombardo in the, in the world. And she's got a great imagination. She's a great, great player. 12 years old today. Listen out for her. Savannah Easton. Savannah we'll Easton. To, we'll have to yeah. get her on, Joey. <laughs> yeah, let's get do her it. on. She's Can a you great hook it up, character. Mark? I'll hook you up. Don't worry. <laughs> Make yeah. an introduction. And you yeah. mentioned Tyler Steyer. He has a tough opening match against Roland yeah, Garcia Roland. here. That's going to be a little, uh, a good little uh, barn burner there. And then, uh, oh, by the way, at the bottom of this bracket that I have up right here, Jovan, Jovan Bustamante, he's yeah. actually the top Fargo rated player in Arizona. Not a lot of people know about him. Mark, I think you saw him play in Arizona, but he's a that heck of a good player. Let me tell you there. something. The that kid the kid had the best break in in the Arizona event with that format. He had the best break out of anybody in the field, and that's including Federer and Roland and Reese. And I'm saying it right here. Joven Bustamani had the best break out of any of them. The kid's yeah. the real deal. You know, he's been he's been playing more out here. Uh, when I first moved to town for like two years, I kept hearing rumors about this guy, and I never saw him out and about. Well, now he's snapping off the weekly Friday night tournament. We do a chip tournament where you get a certain amount of chips, and the deck stacked against him. There's no way he can win, and he wins it every single week. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he is. He is actually a distant relative. I think he's a second cousin or something of of. Um, is it Francisco Bustamante? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He's a he's a distant. I think it might be his hairdresser's sister's mother's auntie's best friend's <laughs> shoe repairer. Twice removed. Yeah, but yeah, he is he is um, distantly related to the to the great Bustamante. He's such a nice guy. He's got a full time job, and his full time job is as a carer in an old people's home. Lovely, lovely man. That says a lot about him. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Let's bring up the last set of brackets here from uh, the opening round. And it looks like Roberto Gomez and Jeremy Seaman. That's going to be a really good match. For Thorsten sure. and Tony Robles. Uh, that's a good match there. 
few others there. We got uh, Jonas Suto Camino against Jesus Atencio. Should be That's a pretty gonna good match. That's going to be a monster matchup because Jonas is playing really good right now. We all know how great of a 10-ball break that Jesus has. It's actually – I mean, Jesus is going to be on paper the favorite over Jonas, but it's going to be close. And going back to what Mark said about Conrad and Darren, Darren's coming off of a big matchup with Mika playing a lot of 10-ball lately. Yeah. So look out because even though the, even though the young Poland guy – is supposed to go and get there. Wait a minute. Darren is playing some pretty jam up pool right now and can go and get there right now. And I think Darren is going to be poised to have a good event. There's very, there's very few people in the game. Mika's another one. Mika's gone quite deep in the last few events he's played as well. You know, they've got class, they've got knowledge, they've got experience, and they don't rattle. They, they can do damage. They don't. They know how to play this game. They've, there's nothing they haven't won between them, right? They don't count any of them out. Darren Appleton's still a class player, and he's and he, do you know do you know something about him, Joey and Mike? He's re he's refound his love for the game. He's always around the events. He's taking it seriously. He's not drinking. He's, he's you know he's living properly. He's in the sauna this morning. He's swimming. He's starting to get fit again. You know he's taking it seriously. And this guy can do some damage, Darren Appleton. Trust me. Oh, you bet you. So, Mark, we really appreciate you joining us. We know you got a big day tomorrow. Uh, we wish you all the best out there calling the action. I know I'll be watching. Mike will be watching everybody out there. Um, we do appreciate you stopping in. We had uh, we have another guest tonight. Is he there, Mark? Yeah. Do you know? He is there. But can I just thank Can I just thank a couple of people before I absolutely go quickly? Right, I just want to sum up this event very, very, very fast for you. Eighty-seven teams are here, amateurs playing leagues and mini tournaments and all that kind of stuff on the 58 tables. If you're in the Wisconsin area, come down. You can meet the pros, mix with them, play a game with them. 87 teams. It's going to be a great event. Watch it online if you can't get down here. We hope you'll join You'll join us. Tony Robles is going to be joining me in the commentary box whenever he's not actually playing. He's going to be the main commentator with me. And also, we're going to be inviting other players in. I'm really looking forward to commentating with Yasmin Ocean. I think she's great and I cannot wait to have the dance with the stars. I want to ask her all about the dance with the stars. <laughs> uh, yes, I have a guy waiting to come in and talk to hey. you. Thank you so much. I want to spank, uh, thank my sponsors. That one, Outsville. Thank you very much, Outsville. Hold on, real Mark. Quick, real quick, Mark. I tell you this all the time and I'm going to say it again. I'm proud of you. And for everything you've done and everything you continue to do. And I say it to you in Messenger whenever we go and speak and whenever I get to see you. But you keep giving them hell and you keep making us proud, my man. Have a great event, buddy. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. Really okay. appreciate you letting me come on. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. Joey, that's pretty awesome, man. I'm glad I'm glad we were able to have my man Mark on. And he's doing he's doing his thing out there, and he's becoming the the voice in the uh, as you can see Tina hanging out over here in the corner. But he's becoming <laughs> oh, hey, Tina. he's becoming the uh, the the voice of of CSI pool, and he's making the best of his opportunity. And I'm just I'm I'm super happy for the guy. Yeah, you know I uh, I had talked to Ozzy a little bit, you know, not a lot, but just told him, hey, I you know this guy can commentate. I've commentated with him; he's a great commentator. And uh, I remember after the first time he commentated with CSI, I sent Ozzy a message and I was like, hey, how, how'd it go? And he was like, great. You know, he did a great job. He's a hard worker. He's really kicking butt out there. So I'm really happy for him. Hey, Mike, before we have our next guest in, I want to uh, 
talk to you a little bit. I just want to say, uh, get your thoughts a little bit on that one pocket match that happened down in Louisiana. I was actually in Louisiana at that time. I stopped by and as some of you know, uh, we sponsor with one PKT, we sponsor chip Compton. We dropped off some merchandise and I, I talked to him for about five minutes. It was so funny because him and Justin were playing banks the night before. Right. And it looked like the equivalent of you and I playing for a beer. Right. And so I said to Chip, I was like, hey, you got a minute? And he walks over. I said, hey, are you doing something here? Because I don't want to interrupt you. And Chip's like, nah, nah, we're just having fun. We're just playing around. We're playing Banks $100 a game. <laughs> the funny thing is I can hear Chip. As you tell me that story, I can hear his voice. You know, yeah, very, it was hilarious. Like, very cavalier and nonchalant. Like, nah, well, here's the thing. Justin's banking balls bank. in. Justin's banking balls in. And Chip's like, just – Come on, we'll go out to the parking lot and get the merchandise. And so we walk out to the parking lot. We do the transfer. He has no idea if Justin finished banking those balls in or not. Right in the middle of the game, you know, he just came out. He didn't even care. It's a hundred dollars. I'm like, bro, it's a hundred dollars. Don't leave the table. <laughs> he didn't care. Turn, turn the care. phone on and put it on record. Yeah, um, yeah now yeah. they they got a lot of history. They got a lot of friends. I mean, they're 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 friends with one another. Um, I know they were trying to get something going because of uh, the event over at Romero's place, because he had a big uh, uh, banks and a bar table nine ball event. But yeah, Chip held his own. I was able to catch uh, a lot of day two. Um, it, you know, and we try to get Chip on just for full disclosure, but he was out uh, celebrating out in the middle of, of the woods or something. So his <laughs> terrible, his terrible Oklahoma connection just got that much worse. But um, <laughs> no, listen, he, he handled his business. Obviously, I'm a little bit biased because, you know, he's he's on, you know, uh, team one PKT. And matter of fact, we're on, you know, we're, we're on team chip. Um, but That's no, right. I'm I'm super proud of him. It seemed like from what I saw and he kind of got in a bit of a hole. I think it was like nine to eight, if you can call it a hole. And then after that, I think he wins something like uh, six games in a row or something. Or no, I think he won six, six, one from there from being down. Um, but yeah, no, it seemed like he got to the shot a lot more. He was able to go and capitalize. Towards the end, it seemed like Justin was kind of just over it and was just shooting at things where he really wasn't grinding. And I've said this a million times about my man, Chip. If there's anybody I want grinding from behind, it's Chip Compton because I don't care what that ball count is. I don't care if it's seven, negative three. He's still going to be in it. He still has a shot. And for the cash, he's tough to beat. And this is coming from someone who has lost a lot of money betting against Chip you know, way back when. So I know all too well just how good he can play. Um, but you know what? It, it means it'll have something for us to kind of, uh, you know, keep in the back of our mind for whenever we do our our, uh, our rankings coming up, hopefully oh, yeah. after the after the Buffalo's event. So yeah, let's get um, it on. Let's do it. Yeah, that was a sure. lot of fun last time we did it live. We had Jeremy and Scott on. We're gonna have to get two fresh people on, new person. Well, we can't have no more ties, Joey, because I don't. I keep I keep on getting my balls busted by everyone and their mother about having a tie between Chip and Scott. So it was. Hey, no it's the algorithm, game. man. It's the algorithm. That's I what know. I keep on telling them. But we need you to go and say that so that way I don't sound like an idiot. Hey, look. <laughs> let me. Here's my observation, Mike. You didn't ask for it, but I'm gonna tell you anyway. Uh, Chip, to me, looked like he had a certain confidence about him this past week, you know, uh, he just seemed like they're very evenly matched. I think if you look at their skill sets, uh, but chip is just kind of on his game right now. And he seemed to have that little bit of air of confidence where he never really felt like it was going to get away from him. 
And he just seemed to to be able to come with a, a few more shots from what I saw. Uh, even when I stopped in to talk to him, he just had this, he was very, there's something about a pool player when you're feeling good. You know, when you're hitting them good, you're feeling good, and you, your mind's you're in the right worried. place. Yeah, your mind's in the right place. It, there's just a piece about you. And I sensed that with Chip going into that match. And it kind of displayed itself during the match, I think, too. I mean, Justin's wow. a hell of a player. Can't take anything from him. And by the way, I want to I just give a quick shout-out to Jason Romero and Pool Dues, I think it's called. Uh, yeah. That room that he has in, what's it called? Uh, er, uh, Morgan City. Or, or, Morgan City. Morgan City, yeah, Louisiana. It's, Morgan City. it's about an hour and 10 minutes, hour and 15 minutes from the, the New Orleans airport. I flew into town and drove out there. If you're in town and you want to check out a decent place, if you're in New Orleans, maybe you hit up Buffalo's, then head out there to uh, Morgan City and check out Jason's place. It's a cool little spot. I didn't know what to expect. I knew it was kind of a smaller town, but very clean, very nice. Uh, cool spot there. It looked like they had a bunch of bar tables and one nine foot table that Chip and Justin played on, but uh cool little happening yeah. spot. And they like to gamble out there. So if you fancy yourself a pool player, <laughs> go and stop by. Uh, you so. fancy yourself. Is Mark still on? <laughs> <laughs> I got my European vibe about me going, Joey. I so. see it. I like it. I like it. Well, oh, no. no, we have, we have another guest today. This is a action-packed day, right? We had Emily yeah. Frazier this morning. We were talking matchroom Premier League pool. Then we have Mark White on, and we're talking about uh, the Wisconsin, Apex Wisconsin Open from CSI. And today we have a guest, or now we have a guest who actually has some overlap into both of those things because he did For really sure. well in the first matchroom ranking event, and he's fixing to play in the Wisconsin event right now. So let's bring him in. It's our buddy... Oh, not Mark White, Nick DeLeon. <laughs> Let me change your name on there. Hold on. You got like a little like Unabomber look to you with the jacket and the hat going down. Well, we ain't got yeah. an issue with that with those ears, though, my man. Well, no. So we're gonna... <laughs> no. I'll be some ears. Yeah. yeah. yeah Nick, you, first you're... of all, c okay. congratulations after, after a great Derby City, man. It was your first time going out there, and I just want to kind of get – I want to ask you how excited are you to, to finally be out there playing full-time to be out there competing with these guys who, you know, you're on the same level with. What's it been like over the last, let's say, four weeks for you, my man? Um, I have to give all the credit to my wife um, getting me out, um, pushing me to, to, to start doing what I love to do and um, being behind me. Um, it's been a huge, a huge part of um, what I'm doing, and I know I have what it takes to um, – to get out there and now i have the support and the sponsors and the fans behind me doing it and i wasn't going to go to derby this year i was going to pass it up i was going to do more training to get ready for uh, the on um, the predator series event and um i heard emily go out saying that nine ball was part of the um the matchroom um, points so i last minute i called up a couple people that um i knew and um they helped me out getting me out there and also you know um tony and julie bloom helped me out as well getting out there and um, rooming with them it's just been a phenomenal um event it was great to be in the same room with everybody um there was a lot missing from not having dennis there um you know he's on the banners he's all over the place you know it was great seeing Efren there um you got you know we were, we were around everybody shaw jason um 
it was just it was great i got this i got to meet um shane wolf and um you know mac and cheese was always there you know um but it was <laughs> it was it, it, it was good man it's just it's one of those things that like i, I knew i i had it in me but I never had the push and the support to do it. And I was just having fun. Like, I didn't know. Like, my best moment out there was after my eighth round loss. <laughs> um, Shane comes up to me, and um, he's walking back from his massive win that he just um, did. <laughs> and um, he's, all, hey. he's, like, he's like, how are you doing? I go, I'm okay. He's like, did you know that you're the only American player that's undefeated? Because I didn't know what the zeros were next to your name or the one was next to your name. I'm completely new. I'm going in, and I'm just like, I'm here to win. I'm here to get as many points as I possibly can. And um, it was great um, from him to um, recognize that and to actually show more of himself, of him looking at other players and everything and. I was like, well, it sucks. I go, I just lost. I scratched seven times in my whole entire match. I go, I felt like I was a beginner. <laughs> we kind of we laughed at him. Um, and he's all, well, it was really an impressive run. He's all, keep it up. And I bought back in, and um, I won my next match, Hill Hill, to get into round 10. And then I played John Mora. And he played absolutely perfect against me. Um, he broke perfect. It was, everything was his way. Like, I mean, it worked out great for him. He beat me 9-0. to zero. Um, he broke six of the nine racks. He put three, three packs together. It was very impressive to sit there and watch. Nick, you're doing that thing where you're climbing the ladder. You know, you, you were, when I moved to town, you were like a 690 some Fargo, you know, you were competing against the likes of me and some of the other like amateur players in Arizona. And then all of a sudden you start taking a step up and taking a step up. And then all of a sudden you're beating like a Mitch Ellerman in a match. And then you're beating like... You know, uh, out here we got some some great you know local talent, uh, like um, you know who's who am I thinking of? I'm drawing a blank. Uh, he comes out to Texas a lot. Uh, shoot. Oh, Gus. Gus, yeah, yes, Gus yeah. Brezano. You know, guys that you had struggled with for a while in Arizona, and then it's like you got over that hump and you started beating them, and now you're going out to larger events and you're climbing the ladder there and you're beating some people that it's like can I beat this guy? And you're doing it and your confidence is soaring. Talk, talk to us about your confidence right now. How, how good do you feel about your game? Um, after Derby, I feel really good. Um, that was a big, um, uh, a big tester for me since I knew all the champions of champions were there, just like these predator events. I mean, you have Kachi, you have Fedor, you have everybody here. Um, it was it was great. Like it just it, it pushed it pushed me to another level after that. Whether I did good or I or, or I did horrible, um, but I ended up being like when it was the final sixteen. I just sat there and I looked around and I'm just like, I'm around all champions. Every person that's in this field is a champion, and it was just great feeling to be up with these guys. And it's just now it's um, putting in the work and doing what pretty much what Federer and Shane does. You know, I mean. Shink, um, Shink said, you know, Federer is one of the hardest working guys. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll be putting in a lot of time once my table comes on the 13th and we're praying that it comes because I am ready and <laughs> I have so much mapped out and, um, and my wife just helping me out with everything and um, everybody, my sponsors, I couldn't thank you guys enough for what you guys do and um, my boss up there in the top right corner um, pushing me in different areas and everything. So it's just it's Wait, really is that good. Top he texts me like it. He texts me like at like at eight o'clock in the morning, right? I just got to the gym, and he's just like, "Hey, what's up?" 
And I'm like, what do you mean? What's up? What are you doing? Like, you know, what are you doing right now? You should be hitting balls. Don't hit, don't tell me what's up. Go hit some balls. <laughs> and he's like, I'm on my way to Wisconsin. So what are you, I got life coach, Mike. I got it. Listen, <laughs> like I, a life I mean, coach. I, I don't know. How, how can I say this? I got a lot of faith and belief in Nick DeLeon. And I've had a lot of, a lot of faith in his ability. Obviously I like Nick as a person, right? So that helps. But like, if anybody knows me, I'm not just going to tell you something for the sake of telling you something. If I say something to you, especially when it comes to your game, I, I may not be able to, you know, put a, a five pack on you, but I can go in and judge pool a little bit. Right. And I told Nick, I said, you got the ability to go and do something here. And I, and I meant it, you know, so to see him go out and roll the dice, a lot, a lot of the same of what Mark did, you know, roll the dice, go and gamble on yourself, but to see it pay off, that's when you start getting, I start getting excited. I start getting, you know, I start seeing a glow about these guys. I start seeing even higher potential than what they already did. And Nick's one of those guys. He's got the ability to go and compete with anybody here in the States. He's got the ability to go and live his dream. He's got the ability to go and make a Moscone cup, snap off a big one, whatever it is you want to do. You got the ability to go and do it. You just got to go work your ass off and go and put in the time. And it's not, you're not just going to go and say, oh, I see all these champions. You're going to be a part of those same guys. You are a part of those same guys. You just got to go out there and, and do it. Yeah, I'm like, once I got done with the Derby and I got back home, I went straight yeah. that Monday. I went straight and got um, got my passport stuff taken care of because I plan on yeah. hitting up Europe. So that's awesome. Whatever I can do to get more points and push my game and even even going, say I go two and, and out. But I mean, speaking of, you ought to thank Joey because Joey was the one that brought you up today when it came to Emily. Oh, you know, hey. he was on, yeah, he was. <laughs> well, I was making I was making the point, Nick, that what Matchroom is doing is really good for the sport and that there's a lot of players like you that maybe never really considered going to Europe or it might seem like a dream or why would I go over there and take a shot? You know, there wasn't a lot at the end of the tunnel, but now with the point system, there is like, you can build up points along the way and you have three, four really good events in the course of a year. You might be in serious contention for Moscone. And, and I want to bring up something now. I scraped it off Matchroom's site. I want you to look at this, Nick, if you can see it. And just tell me your reaction to this. This is the matchroom rankings. And here we are, number 16, Nicholas de Leon. Look at the yeah. names that you're a part of there. We have, uh, you know, David Alcade, Carlo Beato, Shane Wolford from the U.S., another young talent, John Mora, all kinds of top players. And there you are at number 16. How's that make you feel? It's unbelievable. Like, like I said, when I was sitting there with, I was trying, I was actually literally during my match in round nine, I think it was, I was counting to see how many players were left. And then I was like, I'm in it. Like, this is it. Like, I didn't know how many rounds I was going to play. I didn't know I was going to play two rounds. Who was the was, big, what was the big win you had? Cause there was one where I was just like, damn, Nick, you beat him. Um, uh, uh, Pia. Pegis. Labutus. Yeah, 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 and yeah, he's yeah. a monster. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. When I, when I, I saw him, I him on there, I said, damn, man, my, my man Nick, I, I don't think I like his chances. You know? <laughs> he's lying. He bet against you, Nick. And I'm looking. Yeah. I'm, I, I, I think somebody was streaming, and I can see, like, you were in the in the view of it. Like, you weren't at the table being streamed, but, like, you could see the table on the outside. Yeah. And I was like, I've been seeing a lot of Nick up there. No, there ain't no way he's going to go and I get was, there against yeah, Beast. Beast is the real deal. Yeah, no, he is. He's really good. He was my roomie in Arizona, um, and – we end up playing, and um, I'm not gonna lie. I got a couple good rolls. I went. I took a six to one lead, and I was feeling good. And so um, and I um, 
I capitalized on a couple of things and um, I fought hard and he, he came back. He was strong. He, he, he didn't let up. He didn't. And it was great seeing it because most players being down that six to one, when you're going to nine, they're already going, Oh, it's over or whatnot. But for him to like sit there and play a little safe, still being down there and everything coming back. And it was, no, it was eight, seven, his break and he breaks dry and I run out. I mean, it could have easily went hill, hill. I mean, he grinded and he put in a lot of work to get back to where he was after me getting a couple of good rolls and playing well. Well, Nick, well, you're only as good as your last tournament. And so right now you're really good because you did really well in Derby City. But <laughs> yeah, next week, event. what are we yeah. going to say next week after Wisconsin? Don't, so. don't dog it. Don't <laughs> dog it. Yeah, yeah. Don't <laughs> dog it, buddy. I still want to say No, but you, you've been there now. You got settled in today, I guess. You, have you had an opportunity to hit some balls? What What do you think about yeah. the venue? How does it feel? Are you comfortable? Yeah, no, I know. I feel really good. Like, um, I'm not going to lie, you know, last year when I came to play um, at, in Arizona, I was very shaky, you know, especially seeing the top players because we don't get to see them or even let alone play against them in Arizona. You know, you're traveling. That's one thing that I lacked for the last, like, 10 years of my um, pool, you know, life. And I feel more comfortable when I come in here. You know, I go also, you know, being around Carlo and um, um, Superman and Roland and Jovan. You know, it just kind of like gets me more in a comfort mood when I come out and I play and I said, I see these guys playing. Yeah. Well, you got a lot of fans, buddy, and you got a lot of people rooting for you. And, and I like seeing your your progress. And I know you got it in you to go and make a deep run, not just in this event, but whatever nine ball event that's coming up after this, that you decide to go and participate in. Um, what are you what are you expecting, though, out of Wisconsin? I mean, you're here, you're traveled all the way from Arizona. I mean, you know, it's a, what's, it, what's the goal for you? Is it final 16? Is it final four? That is, that is, what's that realistic? That's my goal. Final 16. I missed the last two events by the shootout, by getting in the top 16. Don't get me wrong. Are you, are not, you practicing the, sh the shootout? Are you practicing yes, the spot shots? All week, all I did was practice the spot shots. <laughs> I went and I the paid, says it too. I paid, I paid a hundred and some odd dollars for spot shots. And in table time. In, in table, table time? time? Yes. And, it's it's what I have to practice because that's what I mean. Don't get me wrong that I could have won the first set, and then I won the second set to get in the final sixteen. But I I missed a seven ball in Arizona to win the first set. I win the second set. I forced a shootout. I missed my third ball from the second diamond and not the not the first. So um, I'm just dialing in that spot shot. That's all I'm pretty much worried who, about. Who was that against, Nick? Um, yeah, I believe it's King Lee, right? Oh, King. Yeah, we just saw yeah. him King earlier. Playing, he popped playing, in and said hi. Very well as, he's playing yes. very well also. Lately. Yes, he's playing very good too. Yeah. Well, Nick, that's great, man. We wish you all the best. Thanks for making the time to stop by and talk with us today. Of course. Um, you know, as Mike said, you're our friend. You know, we also sponsor you, but we really love seeing your success out there. You're I had positive, to pay Joey to get you on because I told positive. him, do you want to get Nick? And he was like, you know, I don't know. He said, "Can you get a Tencio? Luckily, Jesus wasn't too confident with his with his English. So then I said, "Hey, Joey, mix in. We got." <laughs> I said, "What happened to a Tencio? Yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding. No, we're kidding, Nick. We're totally kidding. Yeah. But yeah. no, but you're a good guy to root for because you're a good guy. There's never any drama with you. You go about it in a very professional manner, and I know that." These two guys above you are going to be rooting for you 
out there this week. So best of luck to you, buddy. You know, so it's it's getting the time in and putting in the work and um, hitting the overseas events. Give it up, buddy. Hey, get out there and hit some spot shots right now. We'll talk yeah, to you okay. later, okay? All right, buddy. Oh, buddy. All right, see you, guys. See ya. <laughs> wow, How that was, was good, that, Joey. Oh, I love catching up with Nick. Uh, for those of you that haven't met Nick, if you're out there at a tournament, at an event, and you see him, go up to the guy. I mean, the guy is a super great ambassador, great for the game. Uh, he's a Q-Tech sponsor player, so he's famous for, hey, you want to hit some with my uh, Synergy? You want to hit some with this? And, you know, sharing his equipment, letting people take some some shots with all the equipment and everything. He couldn't be better. I mean, Q-Tech couldn't ask for a better guy to to talk about their stuff. Yeah, so very, very approachable and funny. And actually, a lot, I mean, I think we've said this a few times, but uh, if it wasn't for Nick, me and old Red would have never gotten together because, That's true. you know, Nick was the one out at, at Skinny Bob's that, that said, hey, do you want to go and, and uh, go grab uh, some dinner at the steakhouse? And I was like, yeah, man, let's go. And he said, I'm going to bring my buddy Joey Ryan. I said, who? He said, Joey Ryan. I said, the redhead? <laughs> So you're gonna invite the redhead out to dinner with us? You, you sure? got a redhead prejudice, you know yeah. that? You hey. got a redhead prejudice. You really if do. Shoe, if the shoe fits, Cinderella. <laughs> Redheads are people nah. too. Yeah, yeah, no. Well, he's like, yeah. So I seen you online. I seen the, all the stuff you had posted, and yeah. Nick's like, yeah, let's go out to we'll go out to dinner with Melina Mike. And I was like, oh yeah, cool, that's cool. So I get to Skinny Bob's. And I walk around, just kind of get the lay of the I see you, man. You are mean bugging. You're like sitting there, like. That's about right. And See, like, like how Nick is I'm very like, approachable. I'm not as approachable. I'm like, this brother <laughs> is scary. I'm not going, look at all those tattoos. I'm not going out to eat uh, with this guy. But he was like, no, it's cool. It's cool. He's a cool guy. And it was so funny, Mike, because it was almost like you and I were on a first date. We were feeling each other out. You know, we didn't want to like reveal too much. But by the end of the meal, we're talking about making plans. Hey, you're going to come on the podcast. And it was super cool. And I, I just, that was one moment in time that I look back on and I'm like, I'm so glad that happened there's there's great people in the pool world like there's some jerks too but there's a lot of really great people in the pool world and um as long as you keep an open mind you'll be able to, and, and and be positive you'll be able to meet them um yeah. because I've, I've been fortunate and lucky to go and and you know connect with you and connect with nick and i guess as they say the rest is history but um yeah no it's been fun man you know and we're going to continue to do big things hey let's do a last longer uh for dinner you and I for this okay. event. Who you okay. got? You fire. I'll let you go first. I let me look at the list. Oh God, you're already looking My at my buddy the Tommy Tokos in there. I saw Back Tommy out Blair. Derby. Yeah. I might take Omar. I always take Omar. Let me see. Yaps in yeah. this. Kazakis, yeah. he's got a shot. Uh let's see. Thorsten. Kinda not really on his top game. The draw makes a difference for sure. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with Joven. I'm going with Joven. I'm going with the Arizona connection. Dude, I was the one that said the kid's got a great break. Then you just want to go and take – actually, but that is a that that is a pretty you know ballsy pick. I could get odds on that one. I could get good odds oh, on that one. It'll be juicy. If this yeah, were, yeah, no. if this were yeah. paramutual wagering, I guarantee I'd get like 20 to 1 on him, maybe 25. And then everybody would oh, go and be like, right for sure. Yeah, and everybody would go and say, who is Joven Bustamante? And they'd look him yeah. up and he's like a 775 Fargo. And they'd be like, damn, Joey got a good price on that. 
he's he's playing he's playing very well. It's actually a really good pick because his break and he plays smooth, man. Like he just pockets the balls very smooth. He's been playing in a lot of these events, so kind of like in the same as Nick, where like it's not phasing him anymore. You know, he's, he's ready for a breakthrough. Yeah, he's, I think so. He's tired I of winning really the do. nine ball. He's tired of winning the nine ball chip tournament at Main Street Billiards in Arizona. I'm he's serious, ready man. for bigger things. That kid's playing good, but I'm gonna go out and say Kazakis. I think he's coming off a win like out it. there out there at Pool Dues. Um, his ten ball game is a bit underrated, but he's got a good pop in that break, and he can run balls from anywhere. I like Alex. Um, yeah, I don't know. Now, now I'm thinking about like Joven too. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll be good. We'll do it last longer for dinner for sure. I love whenever, it. Let's whenever, do whenever it. We go to Vegas, man. Hey, no if games. if you win McDonald's, all you can get. If I win, we're going to Fogo de Show. Ah, oh, you're Brazilian that guy. Steakhouse. Yeah, you're that guy. Okay. Yeah. Right. I like your style. You, <laughs> hey you guys, listen, Joey Ryan. <laughs> couple things. Couple things. Uh, if you're not following Pool Player Podcast on Facebook, like and follow, please. If you're not following Windows Open. Actually, I don't think there's anybody not following Windows Open now. But if you're not, like and follow Windows Open. We're going to start mixing this up a little. And instead of just doing this on both channels at the same time, we're going to start sending people to one or the other. Uh, that way we're not kind of sharing the feeds. So we might do a beginning of the week show on Windows Open, end of the week show on Pool Player Podcast. We haven't worked out all the details of that. But do us a favor. If you watch on Facebook, make sure that you subscribe or follow both of those platforms. We also have some other big ideas that we're coming out with. Uh, we got some new 1PKT gear coming in soon. I don't know if you guys see this. So for stay sure. tuned. We're going to be doing some big things with 1PKT, getting some stuff out there for you guys that you're really going to like and appreciate. And we're going to have some specials coming up where we're offering some discounts and other things and ways for you guys to get involved and, and help join that movement. So guys, thanks so much. Mike, you got any last words? No, nah, man, I'm looking forward to tomorrow. A lot of pool coming up over the next few weeks. So I'm just, I'm excited. I want to see Fetter and Kachi. So I'm going to hey, bed. Might even, I'm going to wake up and sweat it. We might even do this every night. Maybe we'll get a Tensio some English lessons. He'll be on here tomorrow night. I don't know. I can't, yeah. believe, he, can't believe he missed us. We had yeah, to go we'll have, a, own. have a follow-up show. I like that. We'll do a follow-up show. Yeah, maybe we'll do another show. Maybe we'll do a show every night. I don't know. We don't have a life. Whatever. We'll figure it out. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much for joining. See you guys.